Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden. Alright, how's it going? Hey buddy. We're doing it. Indeed we are. Welcome back to another edition of Conspiracy, the show. The show. We're doing uh, current events shit this time. Oh, yeah, you know, we're all about riding the SEO wave on this podcast. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And just, you know, profiteering off of the uh, deep family tragedies that are in the headlines. That's how the entire goddamn internet works. We're it really all just does, yeah. profiting off this, tragedy. This is a man who sent out uh, five Kafif and four Kathy Griffin tweets in the last three and a half hours. So <laughs> is, that how pre- we're, is that how we're pronouncing that word? Uh, I'm going Kafif. Kafif, you know, just yeah. for... Ease Kofif. of, uh, you know, just to get it off. The, I, I think it's Kofefe is also probably acceptable. Fefe sounds, I like the way Fefe sounds. Yeah, Fefe, I feels like it feels like a niche porn subgenre <laughs> where it's like, oh yeah, they fart on balloons. It's Fefe. Did he delete that tweet ever? He did finally the next morning and then he, he tweeted like, uh, what's the true meaning of Kofefe? You know, I like Kofefe better. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, honest with yeah. you. He's like, enjoy. And he put three question marks and then he just wrote, enjoy. You know, like he used to do when he'd be on Fox and Friends while he was in the primaries or whatever and probably still does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he did take it down. But, you know, it's it seems to me like the, uh, the most likely narrative is that he was tweeting while falling asleep, accidentally sent it out, you know, put the phone under the pillow with the alarm like I do. Right. And then the, everyone in the White House was just like, we can't go wake him up or, like, grab his phone or whatever. Like, this isn't, yeah. you know, this isn't quite, like, red phone level fucking, you know, scandal. So then uh, then it just uh, got a, away from him. What a goddamn dilemma if you're working in the White House. It's like I, Justine Sacco all over again. You just got to watch it <laughs> unfold overnight yeah i mean you got to figure that those people were were just like look there's way more important shit we should have stolen his phone and deleted (laughs) by now so we'll just let this slide and maybe they'll uh you know take some coverage away from the paris climate accords yeah oh holy shit yeah dark times well if you're listening to this beneath the sea in the future (laughs) uh the iron giant was a very popular movie uh that starred uh, vin diesel very great yep you 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 don't know there's an iron giant here if you're just listening to it but if you somehow recovered the video the fact that you didn't assume i'm kind of offended to be honest with you i mean a conspiracy podcast and there's no giant cardboard cutout of the iron giant yeah listen to yourself At, at perfect crotch to mouth level it, indeed, and the the thing that I hadn't thought about uh, when looking at this uh, during my previous visits is the shipping logistics of this item are astronomical. That cardboard is unsullied. Yeah, it it uh it came about a quarter of the size. It was folded up. Was oh, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing the perforations. Yeah, indeed, that was my phone. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it it showed up folded, but now it's at such a perfect level. Oh, that shit, I, I just tweeted Kafefe. <laughs> <laughs> If I uh, position the microphones just right, it looks like someone's going to town on the Iron Giant throughout the entire podcast. Well, you know what? Maybe if we get the the watching now numbers above the very, very closest to possible without being double digits, uh, (laughs) I will fillet the Iron Giant. (laughs) Well, this is like these, these are people who pay even more money than regular subscribers. The diehards. They're an elite class. Yeah, and that's the, why they get to be here. They're and subscribing watch us. to the uh, the big league box. Have you seen that? Trump has a new like oh, loot I crate heard thing about it, but I haven't called the big league box. Yet. 
that's all. We have a box too. We haven't sent our first one out yet. Oh yeah, we're gonna be doing that soon over on uh, on my podcast, Me and Boys. But yeah, I like that you're. You Can know... you edit that out, please? <laughs> there's no one sitting. There's no there. there's no producer over there. <laughs> he, he, he's talking to a cardboard cutout of a a, a different animated movie <laughs> from the early 2000s, The Steel Giant. <laughs> Knock off. Hey, Sully from Monsters Inc., can we lose that in post? <laughs> Just make a note. Just shit together, Connor. Oh. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about uh, Seth Rich, the conspiracy du jour of uh, all of the uh, right wing propaganda outlets. Yeah, it's it's the hot one right now. It is, yeah. It's it's a weird one. It's it's weird that it took as long as it has to develop. It has. It's it's insane that Hannity is going to bat for it. At a level where he's losing tons of advertisers and money. Yeah, does that? I don't. I don't know what that tells me about Sean Hannity. Like in, in that case, I like good for him, I guess. Like if he believes it that strongly, but at, at yeah, the, I wonder at the if he's just trying time, to drum up attention, and he, maybe he's tired of Fox and he wants to start a podcast and you know get me undies with Bill O'Reilly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Is it, have you listened to Bill O'Reilly's podcast? I, I haven't. No. I haven't. Is it out yet? I think it's out. I think it exists. Yeah. Or maybe not. I could I'm be sure wrong. it's doing well. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't fucking listen to it. But if I if I was going to listen to it, even uh, voyeuristically, and I would suggest you the same, I would get it from some sort of third party source. So I just to not give him the satisfaction of a yeah. download. Like I don't follow Trump on Twitter. Like I look at his profile to see what he said, but I'm like, I'm not giving him you know three hundred million and one. You know. Yeah. I don't follow him either. Yeah. And it, it would make sense. We're the I, real heroes. <laughs> we really are. We're the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> For not following Trump on Twitter. Yeah. Still tag him from time to time, but... You know, he doesn't see... But, by the way, an unrelated sidebar, Toby Keith mysteriously followed me on Twitter. Wow. Uh, so about every, uh, you know, three or four days, I just DM him something and then uh, <laughs> add, add it to a thread. And he has not seen, nor responded, nor unfollowed, nor blocked me. That's so, fantastic. If you're out there, can, we, need, we need a groundswell of uh, awareness for this. <laughs> I'll try to get him on the show, all right? I'll see if you can call in. Should we start, like, a Reply to Connor campaign? Where Ooh, our, our yeah. fan base is good at campaigns. Yeah, yeah, We're going to yeah. have fastball and Both chat in the Dungeons & Dragons uh, community. Exactly. <laughs> and this is a man who's DM'd many D20 Star Wars uh, sessions uh, during the summer of 2010, so please do not think that I'm uh, chastising you role-playing gamers. That seemed like it deserved an air horn. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but uh, just because just just because to salvage the dead air that would have <laughs> resulted that would have been all those words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just get going, and I'm like, by the way, I'm on about four hours of sleep, so this is the ideal time to do a conspiracy theory podcast. Oh yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, no, your mind is open to all of it. I, I'm it's like seeing early morning it, to you. It, all it is up there is thumbtacks, string, and newspaper articles, <laughs> the Vox articles. There's even one right in front of you. We have a conspiracy board coaster. Ooh, this is right? yeah, yeah, for the Unpops Podcasting Network. There's some solid graphic design. Yeah, I need to update it. There are shows on that that do not exist. <laughs> they were more wishful thinking than anything. But. Yeah, I've uh, I've been a part of a couple of those. Yeah, I'll get it updated. Not at this some one point. though. No, this one we're ma- we're goddamn making it happen. Yeah. So uh, Seth Rich, it started. I guess we'll, we should just go through. Yeah, just some go of the through uh, the official story first. The, uh, the byline for this podcast, right? <laughs> Which is uh, <laughs> on July tenth, two thousand sixteen. Shortly before dawn, Seth Rich was walking home while talking on the phone with his girlfriend Kelsey Mulka. First of all, already suspicious. A Democrat with a girlfriend—they don't like pussy. Am yeah. I right, everybody? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's weird. That's a good. That's a fantastic point. I'm surprised that hasn't come up anywhere. 
Uh, they just like DNC, dicks and cocks. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> is that Howard Dean? It sure is. <laughs> There's a fantastic conspiracy podcast about the Howard Dean scream. I think it's 538 did a documentary series about uh, you know political happenstances or whatever. And basically, they said if you played that audio within the room, you could barely hear him screaming because that crowd was going ape shit. You know, because he had this, he, yeah. he kind of did the Bernie thing before Bernie, the Obama thing before Bonnie. He he did a, a really cool thing one time, which is Dick Cheney was having this big fundraising luncheon that was, you know, like $50,000 a seat. So he said, I'm going to live stream myself eating a ham sandwich and we're going to take donations from my campaign. And he <laughs> outraised him. And I, th- I thought that was, so, it gave, gave yeah, me a lot of amazing. respect for Howard Dean. And then basically the, the news media basically got the raw feed from the microphone and just used it and kind of oh, created shit. this gaff storyline to discredit him. And it really it kind of yeah. fucked him over. Yeah, because you can even hear in that in that clip, you can hear the crowd in the background. Yeah, and I, I would imagine if it was that big of a gaff in person, like you, like a, a silence would have just fallen. Yeah, or people would have laughed at him. They were just they're still screaming. Isn't there's yeah. a bunch of Deanaholics out there? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Come back, Howard Dean. The streets need you. He does. He was he was gunning for DNC chair, but I mean, Tom Perez shut him down. Yeah, it's bullshit. So sad. Anyway. Rich. But anyway, we digress. Anyway, this is going to be a, this is going to be a lot of me not knowing anything about Seth Rich, knowing a lot about obscure nomination runs yeah. by uh, political figures that have not been relevant since uh, well, I was in middle school. That's the thing. There's not a lot to this conspiracy. There, I mean, there there's really a isn't. So he's rumors. He's got a, he's got a new job at the DNC. You know, yeah, he's going he had, to ship out. He had just gotten a new job uh, that would have taken him to New York. He was living in Washington at the time. He's walking home from a bar at 4 o'clock in the morning, which, bad call in Washington, D.C., all yeah. around, no yeah. matter where you and, live. And uh, it's noted in one of the uh, one of the sources that will be in our show notes that he was walking through a neighborhood where there's a lot of construction going on and there wasn't very good lighting. Right. So they described it as like a dark maze. You right. Know? Which I've seen construction projects in L.A. where they like shut down the sidewalk but turn it into a tunnel. Yeah. And if it's something like that, like that's... That's perilous at four o'clock. Yeah, in the morning you're literally in walking into a haunted house of AIDS. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. With that weird, like the scaffolding with the tarping, yeah, know, thumbtacked around it. It's a haunted house about the crack epidemic. Basically. Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking spooky Reagan dungeon. <laughs> so he's walking through the spooky Reagan dungeon, talking to his <laughs> girlfriend, and she hears voices on the other end, unknown voices, and then the call drops, and that's the last anyone hears of Seth Rich. They find him with two gunshot wounds in the back. Mm-hmm. There's like bruises and lacerations on his knees and things like that, but no money or anything taken. But they they rule it a botched robbery. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that Seth Rich's parents uh, went out and saying is after jumping ahead a bit uh, to try to discredit this was that his watch band was broken. You know. Right. So official story uh, is that people were you know trying to rob him. Got freaked out by what they just done, just bolted. You know, yeah. which I don't find to be an unreasonable explanation at all, yeah. especially considering the watch band was broken. Because if you were gonna make it a robbery, you would have definitely have stolen all the shit, right? If you're covering this up, you would have stole the watch. You would broke it. You would have took it. You would have fucking stolen the. You know, yeah, it wouldn't make sense to stage not to live it. for fun because your brain gets smart, your head gets dumb, man. <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it would make sense to stage it to look like a botched robbery. Smash Mouth created AIDS. Uh, no, <laughs> you guys didn't know that. Yeah, no, it really it would have. They should have. 
They would have done their due diligence, all right? Right. I got to assume the political assassins, uh, you know, that are in Hillary Clinton's uh, fucking speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> Another reference from <laughs> from what I before I had pubes. Uh, <laughs> and also a, a foreshadowing of the next episode of this show. It is, indeed. Yeah. Uh, it's all about my pubes. Uh, the conspiracy <laughs> theory. A lot of people say they're there. I've never seen any evidence. Why is my toilet seat so clean? We never clean it. Yeah, no, they, they would have fucking known how to do this better. Right, you know? right. This being a staged thing doesn't make sense in that regard. The conspiracy around it is regarding WikiLeaks. Yeah. And that's where shit gets kind of weird. But it took like 10 months for this to actually become a conspiracy theory. Yeah. For the longest time, people just said it was, just assumed it was a botched robbery. Mm -hmm. And then... Also, I'll say I have a very hard time believing that Sean Hannity is super passionate about finding justice for a young Democratic <laughs> campaign staffer. You know, that yeah. doesn't sound like him the most. Yeah. Well, I, I listened to a, a podcast in, that was about this stark reminder about how terrible 90% of podcasts are. Oh, it's true. Well, it's the most accessible medium. Right, right. You know, right. Maybe outside of deviant art. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, no. I attempted it because you had it in the uh, in our uh, our show prep notes, and I was just like, just fucking. Yeah. People don't understand that a podcast is something of a performance. You have to be cognizant of the yeah. fact that people are going <laughs> to listen to this and ideally be entertained. Yeah. And this, it's just a shit show. Yeah. It it was uh, it was bad times. But one of the one of the things that they were really hung up on was this idea that Seth Rich gave documents to WikiLeaks that pertain to the Democratic National Committee. Yeah, and this is it seems to be, aside from some tweets uh, substantiating it by Kim.com, more or less pulled the right. fuck out of thin air. Right. Kim.com is uh, the founder of Mega Upload, again, a site that I used frequently in middle school. Finding a through line in this podcast. What was that site for? It was basically like Torrance before Torrance. It was like Rapid Share. Uh, you know, oh, you'd, okay. you'd get a zip file of the new Kanye record. Tight. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I mean, I used it for for a lot of shit back in the day. There's a there's a fantastic uh, article about Kim.com. I forget who published it. It's kind of you know like a, a character study or whatever. He is a like. Like a fat, shitty Bond villain. He's like Kim Jong-un meets like Bond right. villain. Yeah, he's he like, like a dictator without a country. Really? Yeah. He yeah. like he has this thing, he has this thing called the Internet Party, which is like his weird political activist fucking right, organization. Right. He lives in essentially a castle with a panic room full of crocodiles and weird, like, you know, yeah. golden Minecraft shovels and shit like that. Yeah, I thought he was still I thought he was in prison. I think he was for a bit. I think he might be in one of those weird house arrests, like Julian yeah. Assange type things. Yeah, because it's it's one of those things where I swear he got sentenced to like 135 years, and then you just see him out chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling Seth Rich stories. Yeah, he's well, and and also Julian Assange too. That was I think that was actually what stirred the pot. I should we should say is that he mentioned. Yeah. Him well, in what happened is Julian Assange gave an interview. We can actually, we have a clip from it that we'll uh, listen to. In this interview, he's... If you look at the polls, he needs a miracle. Um, in the American political lexicon, there's such a thing as the Hold my beer. surprise. <laughs> now, I assume they're talking about Trump here, but basically he's going to ask uh, Julian Assange about Seth Rich. 
stuff that you're sitting Here we on, go. Is, is an October surprise in there? We Do you even know what you're sitting on? I don't need the animated no. WikiLeaks uh, <laughs> Whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old who uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago uh, for un unknown reasons as he was walking down the street in he Washington. He really looks like metrosexual so Jeff that Sessions. Was, that was just a robbery, <laughs> I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So uh, that's the suggesting? sort of... What are you suggesting? What, I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks and they, are, they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh, like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? I mean... We don't comment on who our sources but are. Why but why make the suggestion? Was he one of your sources? young guy being <laughs> shot in the streets of Washington. Because uh, we have to understand uh, how high the stakes are uh, in the United States. And that our sources are. I feel like I could get better WikiLeaks you know, watermark on Fiverr for like. Uh, yeah, they come to us. So it looks like the Earth is shitting uh, on anonymity. the remains of the uh, ice. Caps. That's quite something to suggest a murder. <laughs> that's basically what you're doing. Well, that others have have suggested that uh, we are. You're suggesting it too. To this is this is uh, not the body language or cadence of a person that is not lying. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, uh, look, a concerning look, situation. People think it. There's not a conclusion uh, yet. We wouldn't be willing to state a conclusion. But, but we like, are come on, it. though. <laughs> more importantly, um, a variety of WikiLeaks sources are concerned when that kind of thing happens. Nice dismount, Julian Assange. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the more that the, you see this shit with WikiLeaks, you got to figure that they are just like a like Julian Assange just gets like a fucking a gift box full of like gourmet food and hookers like delivered to that Ecuadorian embassy. <laughs> Uh, in exchange for just <laughs> corroborating the rights innocence in uh, global conspiracies, yeah. Like I really, I, I'm, I've come to come around to the belief that he's completely under the thumb of you know some fucking new right, yeah. That's neo fascist lizard person tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's easy to see why someone would would watch that and think there might be some weirdness afoot. Yeah. Because it's not like like he was trying to dance around the issue a little, but not really. Like we don't we don't name our sources, but this well, this was spooky yeah. though. Like we don't he... name our sources, but this one 27-year-old who just got <laughs> murdered in Washington DC, they take some risks. To be fair, that could be any number of millions of people. Uh, <laughs> That's true. And what's what's interesting about that to me is on the one hand, I can see how a person would hear that and jump to some conclusions. But also, I don't know enough about WikiLeaks to know how... Like, it seems like there's some ties to Russia and yeah. WikiLeaks. So this could just as easily be Russia trying to stoke misinformation and put that out in the, the public Cause, discussion. Because I, I remember when WikiLeaks first dropped, like, you know... It, it seemed like a fairly nonpartisan thing. There's a lot of you know support for it in the liberal media. I remember Michael Moore going on Rachel Maddow's show and saying that he had donated money because you know because of this rape allegation against Julian Assange, which is now you know seven years old to show you how right. time flies. And I I feel like I don't know if it's necessarily that Julian Assange is you know he might just be one of these like you know libertarian figures that just thinks people should have access to all this information, but the people giving him 
that information definitely have an agenda. And you see this, like even with that Macron leak that just right. came out, is it's it's always the real documents mixed with the fake documents, yeah, and they're not distinguished, you know. Right, so right. then, you know, theoretically they're supposed to try to sort this out, but they're only going to do so good of a job. And then what gets put out is always the veracity of it is questionable. So it's uh, I, I, it's a tough uh, tough thing to trace, but it's definitely fishy. Yeah, for sure. They also, I don't think he mentioned this in the interview, but WikiLeaks also, after, shortly after this interview, put up money for information in the case. Yeah. Or information. Yeah, like something like $20,000 reward. Yeah, which I feel, they, don't they have more cash than that? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, clearly not looking at their graphic design. but <laughs> That's true. I don't know why that's such a, a sticking point for me. But I'm like, if you're going to be a cool, sexy, anarchist, yeah. internet-based thing, like... Get some fucking better aesthetics, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, the logo looks good in the static form, but, like, just fucking <laughs> doesn't necessarily need to drip. You could just have, like, a, you know, a, a, a turn down the opacity on a spinning globe behind yeah. it or some shit like that. Just files dripping back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or just, like, a you know, a, 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 one of the little Apple things spinning around, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a zillion different ways you could go with this, all right? We'll be working for WikiLeaks soon. <laughs> Ideally. So, yeah, that's where the conspiracy kind of started was with the WikiLeaks thing, but also around that same time, Fox News puts out a story that quotes an investigator who was allegedly working with the FBI who said he had information proving that Seth Rich gave 40,000 emails about the, or 40,000 Democratic National Committee emails to WikiLeaks shortly before he was murdered. And th- these two things are what set Sean Hannity way the fuck off. Yeah. Well, and, and I just feel like uh, someone that that low on the hierarchy, he's just going to walk in and plug in his flash drive and like look around <laughs> like the fucking scene from Office Space and just get all this like world imploding information. Yeah. Like you don't think like, it, uh, you know, uh, private server aside, you don't think that this is well after that they would have been a little bit more scrutinous about all that. Yeah, you would hope. I also watch the Americans a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I accept that as a fact based record of how espionage during the Cold War worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, after Bill and Hillary had that three way with their Secret Service agent. <laughs> By the way, I showed my, I got my mom into House of Cards, and there's few moments in your life that are going to be better than when your mom starts texting you because she just saw the threesome scene in season two. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty amazing. She's just like, what the fuck, Connor? <laughs> That's why I wanted you to watch it, mom. <laughs> this is who scene. I am now. <laughs> Yeah, that I, I haven't gotten. I've only gotten like three seasons into House of Cards. Season three is rough. Season four is pretty good. Uh, I haven't had time to start season five, but that's going to be all I'm doing as soon as I, I get a minute here. Yeah, you want to cut this short now? Just go uh, watch House of Cards. Yeah, fuck this, guys. Yeah. All right, Some yeah, bullshit. you wasted your fucking extra twenty bucks a month live streamers. <laughs> Kick rocks. Go see what Joe Rogan's up to. <laughs> Probably also talking about this. Uh. <laughs> Probably not that much different. So, yeah, uh, Fox News runs this story about how this investigator claims Seth Rich was involved with the DNC and that it was the DNC, basically, that had him killed. Yeah. And this sends Sean Hannity into a a lather. But then (laughs) a a couple days later, Fox News retracts the story. Yeah. 
the investigator who was working on behalf of the family who had also kind of said the same thing. And this guy, this guy was like a, a right-wing lobbyist, too, that volunteered right, his right. services. And I don't know if, you know, maybe he had some agenda going in and the family just accepted him based off of his, you know, legal credentials. And then, you know, they realized that it was maybe a bad decision. I'm a little unclear on that, and I'm not seeing a lot of information to that effect. Right. But pretty much anyone with anything of any skin in the game or anything of substance to say has, you know, been like, it, this guy was just murdered, you know, for his, for his wallet and yeah. his money, and they got scared. The, these two, two robbers treated becoming criminals the way I treated being a hip-hop producer. I thought I could just get a SoundClick page uh, in 2012 <laughs> and then start, you know, m- working from home with my fucking mixtape leasing. They're like, look, we got the gun, all right? We got, we got the sack with the dollar sign. Let's go. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, it's all it takes. Yeah, the um, what I just did about the murder is way worse than what Sean Hannity did. I apologize for that whole riff, <laughs> comparing it to my uh, hip hop producer alias Thug Funny. <laughs> what? That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it was Thug Funny, like Doug Funny. You get it? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't totally explain that. I get the wordplay. Yeah, beyond that, sounds sounds crazy. <laughs> sounds crazy. Uh, that's on the hundred. I like episode. how it turned into a '90s pieces. Def Jam comic there. Yeah, sounds yeah. crazy. Sounds man. crazy, man. You crazy. Hamburger. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the guy that the family or this the Republican lobbyist you mentioned, yeah, his Jack name Berkman. was Jack Berkman, and sounds like the name you use if you're getting a prostitute. By the way, right, like, right. Who is this? Uh, Jack Berkman. Yeah, it's like a fake. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, sales. <laughs> I work for the government. I mean, fuck sales, sales. <laughs> the twenty third I mean, district of Massachusetts. Fucking, I have an, <laughs> I sell cars. <laughs> so Jack Berkman swoops into town, uh, fucking prostitutes, and offering to help the family. He's a former Republican lobbyist. He offers to help him pro bono, but he also the only thing he does is he raises one hundred and thirty thousand dollars for a reward, and then puts up a bunch of flyers, which. Short of raising 130 grand, I feel like pretty much anyone could have done that for him. Or yeah, for the family. I mean, anyone that knows how to run a Just Girly Things Twitter page and has access <laughs> to a Kinko's corporate card could have probably swung that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't uh, require all this goddamn fanfare. Yeah. And, and he comes out and immediately starts clashing with the family about what happened. He's uh, going on record publicly as saying there's no evidence of a murder. Family jumps back in and says, yeah, there's kind of evidence of a murder. And then he just all of a sudden comes up with a new theory, which for the longest time, everyone's most common conspiracy theory was that the Clintons and DNC had something to do with this. Yeah. And now uh, he comes out a few months back and says, uh, no, it was the Russians. He had discovered the Russians were hacking the DNC. Mm-hmm. And if anyone was going to stop that train from running... It was lowly staffer Seth Rich. Yeah. So they had to have him killed. Yeah. Which, that seems less probable than the Clintons for some reason. It does. I also feel like uh, just in terms of how this spread, Republicans love the narrative of like the one guy that was going to stand up to the big political machine, you know? Yeah. And it, I, if those emails exist, I'd be, I'd, I'd love to see them. Yeah. But that's what, what's crazy about this is we were talking about that podcast that we both tried to listen to. One of the first things that really struck me about it was how they went through all of these conspiracies about Seth Rich, and then they mentioned that it's all tied to those baseless claims about Trump and Russia. 
Like, there's actually, it seems like more evidence yeah. regarding Trump and Russia than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just so convinced that this is what happened. Look, Russia didn't make all those spam bots they definitely made, all right? What they did do was <laughs> kill a guy with a bachelor's degree because he wanted to, you know, move up the ladder in politics. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that, that's the thing with this conspiracy. There's just not a lot to it right now yeah and and uh you know obviously the the, most of the uh the uh major sources that were promoting this uh, you know at least the name brand ones the foxes or whatever had pulled it after they uh that seth rich's parents put out an article and i believe it was titled we are seth rich's parents please stop politicizing our son's death which is a chilling headline it really is i'm I'm on their side if i knew nothing about the case i'm on their side just reading that (laughs) headline that you got me in two sentences yeah you know but hannity you know he went on his radio show and he's like i'm not fox.com i'm not fox news yeah he's he said he'll stop talking about it for now yeah and what's like dude you can't be punk rock when you work for fox and you look like that all yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah, ship you, sailed. A you're long not allowed to, be, you know, put ago. out the the song EMI by the Sex Pistols if you're <laughs> on fucking Fox. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking Sean Hannity. This this does kind of tie into what we're talking about next week, also, which is suicides that seem really suspicious. Yeah. But this one, and we'll we'll obviously talk about Vince Foster. Yeah. Also. Which, along with Seth Rich, I think is is just kind of turning into that Clinton body count that people always talk about. Yeah. Which is supposed to be up to like almost 20 people now yeah, yeah, that the yeah. Clintons are just wantonly murdering mm-hmm. at will. And it's like, yeah, the well, here's kind of what it boils down to me. The Clintons know a lot of people, and sometimes people die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna happen. You know? I, I would be interested to know what the body count of people who've died if you're two around 70 any year president olds, would be. If you're two seventy year olds that shake hands for a living, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hillary Clinton kissed my baby. Then forty years later, she was shot. That it, she's cursed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's that that would be another another thing to dedicate an entire episode to is just the Clinton body count i love i think that that needs to be uh on the dossier go by point by point yeah that'd yeah. be a fun one there's a lot to unpack there i don't do we have anything else to to cover on seth rich i think that's about all there is to say about seth rich it's it's something that has been almost exclusively smoke and very little fire yeah that's that's the thing it's it's uh almost impossible to make a substantial episode out of a conspiracy like this, yeah. But it feels like something we need to cover. Well, just yeah, but so just because I know I've been bombarded with, and I I've, I've resisted learning about it until right now because I I knew the broad strokes. Yeah, like, this sounds like bullshit, and I looked into it. I was like, yeah, bullshit. Like, yeah, it's bullshit. It's like PizzaGate again. Well, hold on, buddy. <laughs> don't don't you start talking about PizzaGate like that, man. There goes our YouTube channel uh, going down. The pizza gates have opened. <laughs> The hell spawn marches forth. <laughs> oh shit, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. If uh, uh, you know when there's smoke, there's you're fired. Am I? <laughs> Finger guns. There it is. That was worth it. So yeah, we're uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. We're gonna if you're listening to the uh, audio version of this, we're gonna put this up on YouTube as a video with the the videos and everything we watched, so you can like. Uh, Watch along. All those one, but also listen we to it too, <laughs> and also watch it live if that's a thing you pay to do. Because 
we might say something racist. Yeah, you that's never the, know. That's the incentive. That's the, you know, that's the magic Adam, of live streaming. You might get Kramered in front of that Iron Giant. Yeah, that's exactly. going to be the new Laugh Factory <laughs> backdrop. <laughs> but, you know, people are going to be like, "Can we please blur that out?" All right, this is really. Yeah. <laughs> It's really hard on those uh, animators that rely on those residual checks from the uh, uh, biannual re-airing on FX. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. Iron Giant's fucking great. To be honest, I haven't seen it. You've never seen the Iron Giant? I don't think so, no. That's crazy. Yeah. Everyone, Iron Giant, Connor McSpadden. Have you ever... R.I.P. inbox. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they won't do it. So, yeah, we should uh, get out of here. We have to record another one of these. Indeed we do. Two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you then, right, right? pal? See ya. Be, be safe until then. Uh, do you have anything to plug? You're doing a, Did you confirm the Comic-Con show yet? Uh, no, not yet. But you Never know. mind. <laughs> uh, you can just check out my podcast, Mean Boys. It's a scripted comedy podcast with uh, topical jokes, games, one-liner sketches. We just put out a new video of uh, one of our correspondents attempting to buy used panties uh, that were listed on the Manchester regional craigslist page 30 minutes after the bombing for a segment called now is not the time you know just about people that make inappropriate pr- posts after tragedies and there's a video of, uh, of that up on our youtube uh, very little that is funny but it has to do with me i just i am in love with it and uh, i i think you should check it out i think you'd enjoy it it sounds pretty goddamn great give this podcast good ratings and reviews on itunes all podcasts need that yeah uh, do we have any reviews we could shout out uh, no, not yet. But if you leave reviews, we'll uh, shout them out on a future episode, not All the right. next well, one. We really you'd... pulled back the curtain of the. Uh... Yeah, you'd really you'd you'd have to quick leave those YouTube reviews. live streaming audience of ten. <laughs> Get to work. Go leave us reviews. We'll read them on the next episode. No, we won't. We yeah, seriously, it takes it ten seconds and it helps us out. So yeah, please does help out, help out a lot. When does this go up? Come see me June seventh at the uh, Hollywood Hotel for a show called Hilarity, hosted by Quincy Johnson. When does this go up? This will go up next Wednesday. Oh, so it'll be that night, right? Yeah, June 7th. This will go up. Well, the day before then, got a Mean Boys live show in Long Beach. (laughs) So if there's any time travelers out there, step to it. Um, (laughs) Forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Oh, Darkest Hour, June 9th, Westside Comedy Theater, Santa Monica, 11.30 p.m. Good times. Come to all of that. And uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, if you don't, and all the other places. And, uh... Hey, live streaming audience, we'll be back in a few minutes to record the uh, second episode. Until then, Connor, say goodbye. 9-11 was a lie. It absolutely was. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. We love you.